When it comes to spit hits, we know what you want, and that's some good old-fashioned clean potty humor. Well, look no further, because today's episode is jam-packed with all the poop and all the pee jokes that you can handle. We tackle some would-you-rather questions, and when we get into the draft, we build a football team out of animals. Stay tuned. Don't miss a moment of these hijinks. Enjoy the show. Hey, Spitwad, guess what? Your online checking account shouldn't cost you money. That's why Chime, an award-winning app and debit card, has no overdraft fees, no foreign transaction fees, no monthly service fees, no transfer fees. They have over 60,000 fee-free in-network fee in network ATMs, local Walgreens, 7-Eleven, CVS, and more. And uh, listen, it's time to say goodbye to hidden fees. See you later. Adios. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Join the millions of Americans already loving Chime. Sign up. It only takes two minutes. Doesn't affect your credit score. And you can get started today at Chime.com slash ballers. That's Chime.com slash ballers. Banking services provided by and a debit card issued by the Bancorp Bank or Stride Bank in a members FDIC. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees apply except at MoneyPass ATM in a 7-Eleven location and any all-point or Visa Plus Alliance ATM. Other fees such as third-party and cash deposit fees may apply. What happens when three buffoons give life advice, explore unrealistic situations, and give random topics more thought than they probably deserve? It's the Spitballers Podcast with Andy, Mike, and Jason. We do what we want, we do when we want, we do whatever we want, whenever we want, we're gonna do it. Jason is in I'm a new, new... Are you medicated? I am a walking pharmacy, my friends. Now, Jason, before the show kicked off, mm -hmm. the man behind the levers, Owl Borland, he checked in. He said, Jason, I know you've been under the weather. Are you sure that you want to handle the scat intro? And you were you were very oh, boisterous that yeah. it was not going to be a problem. Oh, and it wasn't. That was a problem. <laughs> Look, this sounds like a problem. Yeah, this is going to be a problem all episode. Look, if you or someone you know has emphysema, em black emphysema, lung, black lung, um, or any of the uh, diseases of the insides, the respiratory system, anywhere inside, okay, um, you could come give me a smooch. I have all the medication <laughs> inside coursing through my body. Now, from what I understand, last week you went. Down to the coal mine, you did an, a full day's work while smoking. Kids, kids do not smoke. We don't recommend smoking. I watched all of the canaries die. Around I stayed you. there for days. No, wait. <laughs> I thought like they hired you to be the canary. Well, yeah, but you're I just mean, like a giant. I just kept going. Giant everybody man. else is. Everybody else down there is <laughs> gone. But I walked out and said. Nice try. <laughs> <laughs> you can't kill me no matter who you are. It's going to be a very special episode of the show. Very Flemmy show. We're excited to be here with you. We have Would You Rather on today's Spitballers. We have That's a Great Question. We have a very interesting draft, one that uh, I cannot prepare for in any way, shape, or form. So I, it's just going to. My genius will just come to me on the fly. Yeah, I've prepared certainly. my entire life for this. Really? 
Yeah, I mean. Okay. Well, you can follow the show at Spitballers Pod on Twitter. SpitballersPod.com is the website. Appreciate everybody who is leaving us a beautiful mm. review on Apple Podcasts, subscribing, listening on the Reg. Here's a review. Review Asaurus Rex. This one comes in from the Mike that reads Mondays now rule five stars. If you told me that in my early thirties I would be waiting every Monday <laughs> to listen to three men scat, I would have called you a madman. Well, call me crazy because this podcast is an absolute banger. Banger. Boots the size of a continent, butt cheeks, scissors, and coffins filled with cheese. I don't think it's unfair to say that this podcast is the single greatest thing in the currently cataloged universe. Keep, well, it, up. The, Keep the, it up, fellas. I, oh, I didn't read the last Yeah, I was the, waiting uh, for the last line. The mic that reads, thank you so much for listening to the show, supporting the show, leaving the review. However, it was going great, but then we got to the end and he pulled the punch. You don't like that he left room for there to be something greater in this world than this podcast? Catalogs universe. Yeah, right. there's a lot we don't know, Mike. There could be a podcast better than ours. Could, he, could there? I feel like Mike... That's true. The Mike that reads could have taken the shot. Yeah. That we're still... Like, even if there are other things... Yeah, but how dumb would he feel when the uncatalogued podcast comes we'll out? We'll all be dead by then. Really? Yeah. Probably. Or we'll be computers we and are, never die. We're still thankful for the review, though, right? Yeah, yeah, thank you. All right. Would you rather... All right, this one comes in from Reddit. Would you rather have the ability to see other people's farts? Oh, no. Or smell other people's thoughts? What do thoughts smell? How do you smell a thought? What? You should... Uh, yeah, let me tell you something. Let me tell you right now. You do not want to smell my thoughts. I <laughs> promise. I Wait, you went from not you. knowing what a thought smells like to realizing your thoughts would be really smelly? All I know is I'll, that if you could smell my thoughts... I don't know if you know what you're saying right now, Jason. You're already dead. Because if I can smell your thoughts and it's, it's bad... Mm -hmm. That would infer that you have a very dirty mind, literally, because mm. I'm like dirty thoughts are going to smell bad. Uh, is that going to stink? That, so you're interpreting it as the type of thought would be then translated to yes. a smell, as opposed to you just need to think about things that smell. So you're you're saying if I thought maybe this... he thought about poop a lot. It, no, no. If he's thinking other, I think things, what Mike is saying is unclean. If there is a you know a. a like the Mom Weasley character, this wonderful, just bubbly, uh, always taking care of it. Her thoughts probably smell like apple pies is what you're saying. Yeah. If you're having good good thoughts, like, oh, I'm happy today. Maybe it smells like, you know, it's clean mountain air. It's think, just a weird question. I will, the, I will, I will welcome agree. Welcome to our show, Andy. If I, I know, but if you can smell other people's farts. <laughs> this was fart, the one? If you can see other people's farts. That I can be, visualize that. That'd be great. As like a green stink coming out or it, something like that. It would be fabulous. Well, would just it? Be, oh, oh, certainly. Oh, yeah, oh like, that'd be great. Because how long does it linger? That's a superpower. Do you get like a purple like haze lingers around yes. the buttocks? And like because everyone, we're all guilty of the sneak attack. <laughs> <laughs> You've all been in a situation where you got to, as Jason would do, spread them. 
so he can go just just leak the silent SBD out. I mean, you didn't. You just had no choice. You you don't have a gas X around. But if you could look that person in the eyes and say, "I know what you just did," I can see. Here, it. Here's the thing: it we, would be fabulous. We have evidence of. I mean, just if you want to enjoy a little while, go, you know, go to YouTube and look for farts on thermal cams. And you could see people. Now, I've been That's told, how I'm viewing this situation. Very- I have been told by... there's a do, you, do your kids watch Brainchild at all? No. So Brain, I don't know. I don't know what you're it, talking about, man. So it's a Netflix show. So imagine like a modern day Bill Nye. Like it's, it's a yeah, science... Yeah, they they actually, they do watch that. I remember uh, it now. It's a great show. Like my kids are learning a ton of that. And they were doing a, a whole segment on temperature and how you can see it. And they said that the uh, the old Tootski on the thermal said that's that's BS. No, that yeah. can't be. They BS. said they said it's not hot enough to register. They've never seen my farts. Well, I've also. <laughs> oh, oh, now, now yes. the truth comes out. My my, my thoughts are farts stinky. are the hottest. <laughs> they are the hottest. I run hot. Here's that, the thing. That, that means you're not eating well. I have seen. There's no way that all of these like I'm sure that there are some fake thermal fart videos, but there are there are videos that there's no way I believe that those are fake. There's just you the whole body posture getting caught on camera. I don't believe I choose to believe you can choose not to believe. Thank you. That's fine. But the way that I think my thoughts are (laughs) how they smell stank is not because of just the content of my thoughts. Like, oh, I've got this dirty mind. Right. But, like, the process of my... Th- my thoughts aren't a clean through line. You okay. know what I mean? Like, my, my, my thoughts go through a car accident or two before coming out. And so it's like the decay of the bodies is what you're smelling <laughs> from my mind thoughts. Okay. That I'm makes following. sense. What, what that makes sense, spi- right? What does a spider nightmare smell like? Oh, that's a great question. What would that smell like? Fear? I think sulfur. Fear. Sulfur. Sulfur. Would, but don't they, they... Can you smell heat? Like, I don't know. They, that... they, say like, they say animals can smell fear. I mean, so is that like like the pheromones? I mean, or would you, is that kind of what it would turn into? Is you can smell? The, just people are emitting things? I don't think I would ever be able to smell a spider. And know what I'm smelling. You know, there's no way. There doesn't have well, the spider's smell. not full of fear, so that no. makes sense. Yeah, no. the spiders fear nothing. They're <laughs> machines. They fear birds. So, I think I think they they're really not big fans of birds. To, that's that's an excellent. To point. answer this question, <laughs> I would love to have the superpower to see other people's farts. It's going to protect me. I'm going to get out the way. I I right. know when someone's trying to sneak in here, a silent but deadly. I'm out of here. I can accuse. People, when they should be accused, thinking they're going to get away with something. I'm you can all- accuse when people aren't even in the wrong. Because now, once you have proved mm-hmm. to the world that you are the fart seer. Oh, yeah. And they know that you know what you're talking now about. Now you can just shame people whenever you feel like it. Regardless. Yeah. Th- which means I'm going to fart. <laughs> and then I blame it on someone else. And they know I'm it's, right. It's the Perfect excuse. Yeah, sign right. me up. I can see everyone's farts. Josiah from Patreon, one of our Spitwad supporters. Thank you, Josiah. Would you, ra- would you rather have a personal chef, masseuse, or maid? Oh, mm. my word. This is 
I mean, like, I really desperately want these three things. This yes, is, but you can only have one. Holy moly. That is tough. Uh, so a personal chef, that means I eat well, I probably lose weight, it's healthy. You know, home cooking is just healthier. Would you grow to resent that person, though? And a personal chef, you can make them cook whatever you want. Do you really think? I think even if I ask for bad things, they're better than when you go out to restaurants. No, no. Yeah. You're not going to do yourself any favors saying, yeah, bring me another tiramisu. I'm glad it's homemade. I'm going to be fine. They're, they're, you're not. The line here, you go, hey, give, I want some baked mac and cheese. Ooh, and okay, some, I do. some crispy uh, chicken. You're, you're, that's what you're going to say, I, first I, of all. And second of all, it's not going to be any healthier than ordering it at, at a restaurant my point, other than fast food. My point is more like, okay, if I'm ordering tiramisu all the time, yes, that's not good. But you if I order told a, me a story about ordering the only time in your life you've ever had unlimited food at your disposal. You ordered 12 to 14 peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Oh, so good. On that cruise, because you had all you having all power of food creation. I'm just saying it's dangerous. This is why cruises are the best, because you don't pay for food. Room service is free. Like, hello, it's midnight. I'd like 12 peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. And you sandwich. did that. You're darn right I did, and I'm proud of it. Um, did they the say, well, this is the first? Uh, they wouldn't look me in the eyes or speak to me, so I have no Fair. idea. But if I, my point is if I say I want a burger. I'm going to get a healthier burger made from a personal home chef than if I order a burger from a restaurant. Like I yeah. assume they're going to they're getting good quality meat. The buns aren't just manufactured at the lowest possible price to, you know, for the restaurant's profits. That's what I'm talking. Like the ingredients are better. You disagree? I disagree a bit, yeah. Yeah, yep. <laughs> I, I mean, yes, at the end of the day, maybe you have a slightly microscopically nutritionally better bacon burger, but it's still going to be a bacon burger. The masseuse, you know, how many hours a day can you get a massage? I mean, that's the real question there. Uh, minimum two. Right. So, I wanna, no, I'm, I'm saying I would that, – that's saying I'm going to lose time because I will avail myself of a minimum of two hours. That is losing nothing. You are gaining. But like the personal chef and the maid, you're technically gaining hours. You're never cooking food. That's and fair. And with the maid, you're never cleaning. Yes. So you're, right. you're with gaining, the masseuse, you're losing. The masseuse, you're gaining the feeling of a massage. But if it's at your disposal, do you start? Are the, do those two hours turn into three hours? Turn into yeah. five hours? No, are not you five. no longer That's a you useful functional? Sick? Do you start of, getting sick of it? Like, look. Look, I know I see Not your eyebrows fur furrowing. I love a professional a professional massage. Love it. The best thing in the world. But if if I got two hours of massage every single day, and I'm a busy man, I got life to live, and then it's like, oh, man, I got to fit in this massage, would I start getting sick of the massage? After, maybe, it's, maybe it's three weeks. Maybe it's three months. But eventually it's like once it's regular. Like I'm not going to get sick of all – Oh, man, all my laundry's always done. Dang it. So you're telling me 9 p.m. rolls around. You're like, ah, time for a massage before I go to sleep. You're going to get sick of that? <sighs> no, late at night. <laughs> and that's, that's just one of the options because there are also the other hours in the day to get a massage. I'm OCD enough to where I think a maid working full-time at keeping things perfect, it might be my pick. 
I think that might it would end be up great. The it's very selfless to like. I I feel like as as the father of your house, like taking a chef or a, a maid, it helps the entire house. The masseuse, if it's only for me, I am, I'm helping no one That's else. That's where the guilt. If you have a personal masseuse and it's just yours, yeah, but they they uh like they work out the guilt like knots. Uh huh. In your yeah. back, yeah. <laughs> Honey, honey, go ahead and uh, I'll see you in a couple hours. The masseuse would work for everyone, right? The maid's not just like cleaning my stuff. So the masseuse wouldn't no, be just like... No, I, mean, I think I it's think, personal. Yeah. It's not fair to be like... It's a the, personal chef or a personal maid or a personal masseuse. Okay, so timing. this maid only does my laundry. No. No, but, but it's your house. It's, it's, your, it's your house, your laundry. Whereas like... Well, I will give some of my personal masseuse time to my wife. Sure, you could do that. All right. But on that day, you don't get a massage. Well, I'm asking for four hours of massage that day. Two hours of my massage time goes to my wife. Uh, I'm taking the masseuse. I'm all selfish here. Give me the masseuse. We're both on the masseuse. I'll take the maid. All right. The Lizard King wrote in from the website. (laughs) Would you rather have to scream, I'm going poopy at the top of your lungs every time you poop, or have to congratulate and shake hands with everyone else as soon as they've completed their number two? As soon as they've completed? I think... I think are you, as first as of I, all, this is two thirds of the would you rather's are poop or fart related. Borland, what's on your mind, my man? I'm telling you, more are your than, thoughts smelling a little bit worse than ours today? More than two thirds of the the people that write into this show are are <laughs> suggesting poop. Humor, Look, I'm so drinking. I, I try to. These filter are the it big out, would man, you rather questions. <laughs> I'm drinking. You can't a just keep it to one. That's that, what's great about that is we've always you know had a little bit of self consciousness of like do we. We delve into the poop jokes a little bit too much on this show. Apparently not. This, not enough. This apparently. is what the people want. So but we, will, we will go ahead and assume uh, for this case that you're shaking hands with them uh, once they've exited the restroom. Yeah. But you're there okay. to congratulate them with a so firm handshake. Post post hand wash. Yeah. Yes. This is not me they at the walk, stall. We don't, Clearly we don't know Mike that everybody is, washes their hands after they poop. This is when they leave the restroom. That's a good point. That's a good point. So I don't know if they're, I don't know if they're clean or not. Clearly, Mike is obsessed with the germ factor of this question. Yeah, well, because I'm certainly. thinking more about you know that was the first thought that came through my head too. You have to shake hands with someone right after they're done pooping. It's like, ooh, yeah, you can't wash your hands after that situation. No, that's fair. But <laughs> now I'm saying I've got to wash my hands right. after every time anybody poops. Well, yeah, after you <laughs> congratulated them. Look, I don't do a lot of public pooping. I I'm embarrassed to say so. Maybe some of you are more proud of your public pooping record. I don't do a lot of public pooping. Therefore, me yelling around my house, I'm going poopy as loud as I can, really doesn't concern me at all, unless we had a guest, in which case that would be a problem. If I could (laughs) never public poop. I have to go to the bathroom that's very far away from everyone. Right. I would love that. I hate public pooping. Nobody nobody enjoys it. Talking about P squared? Yeah, nobody. It's, it's it's the worst. You don't want to. I don't know who's like, been oh, there. This, this seat is warm. There's, oh no, there's no Charmin Ultra Soft, no, which is the only acceptable toilet paper. Not a sponsor. One ply could be Charmin. Reach out. You know, Mike and I were caught in a real public pooping situation once. Oh my goodness, we were. And it was a big restroom, <laughs> and we both knew what each other had to take care oh, of. Oh no! And we were like, "Wait, you're telling me you both had to go number two? Yes." Yeah. The and there same was, public restroom. There was yes. no one else in the restroom. This is a bonding moment. There was no one else in there, and I believe we were in stalls as far apart from each other as they could be. But there was only two. But there were 
What, was there? <laughs> yes, there was. No, that, here's what you're not remembering. I'm certainly about this. not remembering all of it. I, in my mind, <laughs> now, I've distanced myself where from was you. This? this was on, on one the of, road, man. One of our trips. hotel. So we go in, and the way that these bathrooms are positioned, it seems like okay, this is it's going to be okay. You're it's it's strange, but look, everyone, when you got to go, you got to go, and you seem like you're positioned far enough away. Oh man! And so it's the one, the one regular stall, and then and then the the larger handicapable stall, except the handicapable stall has positioned their toilet right next to oh no the other stall oh and this was I don't remember, I remember now you played music didn't you I don't remember what was going on with this bathroom like if there was just no insulation or, or whatever but the acoustics in this bathroom <laughs> it was like it was an opera house like yeah. it, you could have put. A maestro in there. Masterful design. <laughs> and one fart would go a long way in that room. That's yes. all we're saying. And so it was it was so awkward. Did you guys hold that, hands under no, the... We could have. Mike put music on his phone. <laughs> I wow. He started playing music. If, how have I not heard this story? I don't know. How did you not immediately come out I think we walked of out the restroom and, and, never and say, spoke of it again. Jason, we have to tell you what just happened. So in that situation, if, if side by side, I'm, I'm going, going poopy. Um, I will go with the I'm going poopy one. That will be my yeah, official Yeah, I'm not vote. shaking those hands. I will make it unanimous. Get your dirty, grubby hands away <laughs> yeah. from me. That's a great question. You got to come up with a playlist, Mike, for those situations. <laughs> like five or six songs. Emergency bathroom playlist? With some, yeah, with some very underlying, you know, themes. It's going to need a lot of low end. Yeah. Because there was a lot that day. Joseph from the website writes in, Al Borland has decided to leave the podcast. Oh, no. Thank goodness. Oh. To focus on his true love, organic soap making. Well, I didn't know that about you, Al. Neither did I. Uh, now the three of you must pick up the slack and do the show prep, social media, technical production work. How will you split up the work and keep the show on the air and thriving? Oh, mm. this this is easy. This is super duper easy because we do this. Uh, we've done this. Yeah, this we don't we do started. this so much. That's true. We didn't. We don't do this. We've done this. What people may not realize about a podcast is even though we 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 live our lives like we pay our mortgages from now the podcast or other one the fantasy footballers you you don't just get there overnight. <laughs> you can't just hire a full staff and say up. Oh, we're now we're now we're in the bills because we're making a podcast. Yeah, we. So used to this do it is all. what we had to do. I would make the show doc for the show. Yes, I made the first. You know, the first when we first started, I did all the show prep stuff. Mike, you're the audio engineer. Yep. You, Mike would audit, uh, uh, edit all of all of the audio each and every day, right after we're done. And we have always treated these shows. In case you're curious, maybe this is a a, a peering into our process. We're not. We haven't taken advantage of the podcasting universe where like a lot of people go out and they turn on the microphones and they do this really long thing. And then there's a ton of like massive editing. Like we've treated it like it's a live show always. Have we ever stopped Borland, a spitballers podcast that you can remember? No, I don't think so. 65 episodes in. So we treat it like a live show. But Mike would go in and do audio editing. I would do all the video processing and video editing and we'd put it up and then we'd get started on the next day. So you know, social media, it was kind of shared. We yep. all did social media stuff, made graphics. Jason would do website 
I do the website itself. Jason would do the website posting. Oh, you used to do the pictures. Oh, that's right. Yeah. They were beautiful. And you would ask me from your office, which was your closet office. Yep. We took the door off the closet. Yeah. Put a desk in there. And you would say, hey, do you like this picture or this picture? Mm-hmm. And we'd look at it and we'd get it up for the new post. So it's called crowdsourcing. And then we we no, it's it's not actually. <laughs> you were the crowd. I sourced you. Oh, okay. Got it. Yeah, I was gonna say it's more like we did it as opposed to crowdsourcing. But either way, eventually we, we became successful enough to hire somebody to do it at a much lower quality level, but do Super, all of it. I mean yeah. now you have show docs that are just garbage. Mediocre. Just well, everything's at like a lot of poop. A lot of poop. Uh, assume everything we did was 10 out of 10, right? Right. Uh, I, of course I do. So then what's half of that minus a little bit? Like It'd four? be four. Okay. So, so it's a four out of 10. So we get like four out of 10 right now on everything, but we don't have to do it. But in fairness, a four out of 10 for Owl is like an eight out of 10. Right. Because he's playing with a different deck. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Mike's I just taking it all in. He's I didn't just, follow anything. Oh, really? Are you distracted over there? I was. Um. So... Akira has a question for us, Mike. Are you in on this one? I'm back. If you could erase your memory and watch a TV show or movie for the first time again, what would it be? So your first mm. experience of going through something. Wow. That's such a great question. That is. I mean, you have twist movie endings, right? Yeah. That you can't see again. You think of like The Sixth Sense. Right. Right. Not my answer. Spoiler alert. <laughs> There's a twist. He's a dead man. Okay, there it is. The statute of limitation is passed on the sixth. That doesn't necessitate sense. a spoiling, though. Well, I spoiled it. Um, Erase your memory. Watch it again. Yeah, for your first time. See, it's hard because there are there are shows like, let's say you say The Office. Okay? You erase your memory. That's got such a long duration compared to a movie or even like a dramatic series. You know, you if you can get ten seasons of a sitcom, twenty episodes a season, you have to take a TV show I over feel a movie. Like that. There's no way you could be like. I'm I, trying to think of a movie like that there's blew the your show. mind, like Braveheart the first time, Jay. I mean, but the rewatchability is so good. I don't, I don't need to have my. And then you have dramatic series like Breaking Bad the first time through is amazing. Game of Thrones. See, it's you it's know, really hard for me to not say Thrones. Oh, but if they erase my memory, and I go back and I watch Game of Thrones again. Is it possible that like your friends just tell you that the final season never existed and it was just like the show is done? How so you're, dare now you. you're trying to fix a situation. The final season is fine. Other let's than let's one digress. Okay. I let's think digress. we have. I will go in into uh, – no, digress to the question, Jason. Okay. We'll get back. We'll get him <laughs> – crowdsourcing and digression. You don't know what words mean. That's what, the problem. I know what digress means. No, you don't. It means to leave the topic you're talking about. No, it means... We had digressed to a different topic. Now you wanted to get back to the question. It's to digress from the distraction back to the main focus. That's not what digress means. It does. Leave the main subject temporarily. Oh, boom. Oh, boom. The main to leave the main subject. I believe that's what Jason was saying. Yes, we uh, we don't digress back to the main subject. Let me digress to this question here okay. before I'm proven entirely <laughs> wrong. Uh, so you're one for two. That's fine. If you could erase your memory and watch a show, which one would it be? I think I'm just gonna throw. I think I would do. I think I'd go Seinfeld. That's a lot Here's, of episodes. 150 something episodes. But. To, if like if you wipe your memory right now, it was so funny. Yes, 
Oh, because of the it agedness? Was. No, I just oh. talked. That show looks so old. But you're wrong. I just talked to uh, a, a young 20s couple that's going through it for the first time, and I tried to make excuses for the show, like season one, season two is a little dated. And they're like, no, we didn't think that. We thought it all lasted. So, so I, I think it would work. I haven't seen it. Interesting. I am you. I have my mind it's wiped so from wrong. Seinfeld so I could go watch it and it, see if it holds up. You should do that. Come back I to me won't. when you're done. This is a science experiment. Um, what I want to say Why is... Why wouldn't you? Because it like, looks... It's a great show. It's it's too old. It's not, though. <laughs> but I just told you it wasn't. It, yeah, but he you don't think... To one person. You don't think MASH is too old. Sure I do. MASH is too old. Seinf look, if you go back to the early Seinfelds, it looks super dated. Super dated. They definitely use you know phones with cords and things like that. And I mean, that, just look how they're dressed. Yeah, but that doesn't change the humor of it. No. None of, none of their jokes are dated, is my point. That's, none of the jokes in the show are dated. The clothing is dated, but the jokes aren't dated. That's impressive because comedy changes. Comedy evolves. Does, you look yeah. at a movie that was funny it's just 20 years ago, it's, it's not funny anymore. If they're, if they're funny holds up, that's impressive. I would say Battlestar Galactica. You're, it's you're, the best show that's ever been made. You've really dug in on that in recent years, too. Like, you feel right. like that's a badge of your honor. It's, like, I don't feel like you thought this strongly five years ago when you actually have, finished it. How have you not I been did. to, like, Comic-Con? Yeah. Uh, just fully cosplayed or outer, out. Or outer space. I mean, just because I like one show. Yeah, but, like, but you, you like it You don't so just much. like it. Like, but Comic-Con is not, like, a Battlestar Galactica conference. Okay, why it haven't you been to a Galactica? It basically is. Galacticon. BSG forever. Exist. Let's put it this way. The way you feel about Battlestar Galactica, the people that you want to hang out with are at Comic-Con because they okay. feel the same way you do. My people, I'm coming. <laughs> and how are you not all geeked out in uh, Adama gear? You, oh, you, I'm the admiral. Yeah. With this voice? Are you kidding? It's not bad. All right, Mike, do you have a vote? It's Thrones. All right, Robin from Twitter, what is... Something that you have recently realized and are embarrassed you didn't realize earlier <laughs> in life, aka now this. <laughs> did this I'm not happen? embarrassed by this. Where did, when did this happen? Now because I'm losing my. This officially happened on our SiriusXM radio show. Uh, wheelbarrow versus yes. wheelbarrel. So I was talking about a wheelbarrow, and someone pointed out that they swear I said wheelbarrow. And I said, well, of course I did, because that's the word. It's a wheelbarrow. And then it's like, no, it's a wheelbarrow. And I'm like, but what's a barrow? I know what a barrel is. I barrel down the pavement with my wheelbarrow, <laughs> barreling down. And uh, apparently the word is wheelbarrow. And I'm not alone here. No, I was right well, there you, with you. The only big thing you're alone in is that it's not a real word. It okay, that's fair. But but, but there were there we took a poll and there were other people mistaken. There's like, almost forty percent of people like, that did not know yes, it was of real your bear. followers. Which we share a lot of the same followers. <laughs> I'm not saying we don't, <laughs> but I am saying it's a different proportion of people that think wheelbarrow is a word. Now, Al Borland and I have always understood the word to be what it is, wheelbarrow. Mike was in but the category of But not the word digress. I was wrong there. Okay, so Andy, <laughs> what is something you have recently realized? You want to know why? Oh, apparently digress Okay, is a good one. 
It, it's funny because apparently when people say that, then they must be admitting what they've done right. as they return, as opposed to coming back from it. And now I've learned something. I've grown as a person. That's what we're here to do. Maybe at the end of the day, I will think Battlestar Galactica is the greatest show ever made, and then my life will be Unlikely. What is something that you've realized recently that are embarrassed that you didn't realize earlier in life? Man, this is a tough question. That's a tough question off the top of your head. Yeah, yeah. Because it's a moment that you you experience and then you move on. It, it's almost a great question to be prepared for. Almost. Right? But, yeah. But who wants to do that? Well, we are prepared. Uh, the wheelbarrow. wheelbarrow. Yeah, that was a good answer. Yeah, that that's true. Um, I, I don't have anything. Like, at a certain point, we're in our 30s. We're not really learning or realizing anything anymore. Right, at all. So we, we set, when did we stop? About 29 and 364 of the way through. That Once you hit 30, you don't realize things anymore. You just know what you know. And right? I know, yes. You've, and you've I know accepted everything. you're never going to become unafraid of spiders. That is such a you fact. You could grow as a person and totally get over that phobia. If you thought I could grow. I do. To get over a fear of spiders. I do. Then you, sir, are an idiot. Okay. I love your belief but see, in me. But what if you realized it now and then we're embarrassed you couldn't have realized that earlier in your life? Like, if you, what if you found out today that you could, you know, overcome your fear? You accepted Is, the fact you could overcome your fear of spiders today and tomorrow you weren't afraid. Wouldn't the preceding 36 years feel stupid? Yes, but I, I have not heard of a surgery yet. <laughs> To help well, it's me a overcome well, the my surgery fear. actually puts the spiders under the no. skin. So it's that way face you your fear. It's a face your fear situation where, like, you have to lay down nope. in a coffin. Nope. Right. In a coffin? Full of Why spiders. Why does he have to be in the coffin? Because that's what they do on Fear Two Factor. Two straight shows. First coffin, he had cheese all over him. <laughs> Second show, he's got spiders all over him. We have him. a problem. Next right. show, it'll just be me. You guys want a draft? Yeah. What, you as the coffin? Just me in the coffin. Oh. Well, because we've <laughs> beaten him down. The Spitballers Draft. All right. Um, we're drafting an animal football team, <laughs> which we just learned. You are the quarterback. You get to draft one animal species that will fill out the core of your offensive position. So you need a wide receiver, running back, tight end, and an offensive line. Jason, the rules are this. You are the quarterback, so you're not drafting one. And land, oh, really? land animals only. Yes. Okay. So you're playing quarterback. You need some people around you to help you out. You need to pick animals. You can't pick ocean creatures, as I would probably accidentally do. So what do you got with the first pick? Okay. So, so jealous of your first pick. Yeah, I know. I'm so glad I get the 101. There's such a clear 101. Here's what the 101 is going to be, though. I am going to draft an ape. Okay. For wide receiver. All because right. I think the most important thing in a wide receiver is having hands. <laughs> so <laughs> I think it's going to be very difficult for you two gentlemen uh, to catch the ball without hands. So I am uh, taking an ape for wide receiver. Clearly someone has, someone has never seen Air Bud Golden Retriever or Golden <laughs> receiver yeah. i apologize yeah yeah no apology accepted mike thank you you uh, should draft the golden retriever maybe i will yeah he's got there the, is he's documented got the precedent. uh with my first selection in this very important draft jason you took an ape 
I will select an elephant. It will serve as my offensive line in this circumstance. Okay. And um, look, I I may have some issues throwing over it. (laughs) Right. Because I'm the quarterback. And my whole plan in my mind was to draft a giraffe to be the quarterback so he'd have a clear line of sight. Mm. But you're not getting through this But instead you did the exact opposite. Correct. Where your quarterback has no line of sight and you make Kyler Murray look like a giant. No, no, no. Obviously, clearly, the elephant will kneel during the play. So you you took an elephant as your O-line? Correct. Okay. Well, but great news. My one is still on the board, fellas. You You really had one. I do. Because at the wide receiver position, I will take a cheetah. Yeah, I, I, it was it was in I my mind. I will take the fastest land animal possible, and they will catch it with their mouth, no problem. I've seen it done. All right, and then you you voiced the the second pick, Andy, because my tight end position is going to be a giraffe. That's what I wanted for my tight end. Very nice. I'm I, going with Jason's Yao Ming yes, playing tight end strategy. Now I have speed, and I have also the tallest land animal. Now that is interesting, but you will not get the kind of downfield threat that you, you know, that you would want. A draft's got some speed. Yeah, he's got to get up to speed, doesn't he? He's well. You know, and talk about look. Maybe you got him for one game, but you, those legs knees, absorb, yeah. absorbing a hit. <laughs> I'm I'm coming back with a grizzly bear for my tight end. Mm. I want a big old grizzly bear. I want to get my tight end doesn't block. I want to get some pure receiving. Tight my end. grizzly can block. My grizzly can body you in the end zone. It's kind of got hands. We'll call them paws in this case. <laughs> and we'll move down the line here. So I've got an elephant and a grizzly bear. Okay. Uh, this is this is up to you, <laughs> it's, Jay. It's going well. This is going well. Okie dokie. Uh, <laughs> um, let's see here. So, so I you have still need two picks. You still oh, need <laughs> lucky. You still need an O line, a tight end, and a running back. All right. Well, clearly I'm taking a rhino. Dang it for my O line. I mean, that's... oh, you took him for the wrong position, you dummy. <laughs> oh shoot! It's too late. No, it's not too yes, late. Yes, it's too late. No, it's I'm. I'm no, that rule is dumb. You picked. Yep. You picked. That's fair. I that am means... going to draft. You got a rhino on your O line. That's fine. I can I can pivot here. I'm going to draft a hippopotamus for my running back. <laughs> They're actually pretty fast. How about that? I think How about- I'll tell you what's not fumbling. My hippopotamus has that ball. <laughs> not with that mouth. You're in that mouth. You ain't never getting that. How are you tackling my hippopotamus? What in the world could you ever tackle a, a hippo with? I wonder what kind of vision hippos have. Do they have the vision it takes that's necessary to you know find a hole in the they just have to be able line? to see straight. Because they're just going to keep walking. And you can't tackle them. This is a refrigerator Perry situation. All right, so you've got an ape at wide receiver, a rhino for your offensive line, a hippo at running back. I've got an elephant for my O-line, a grizzly bear at tight end. And I'm going to bring I'm gonna bring in a horse for my running back. Oh, that's a good All pick. All right? That's a good pick. So I'm going to go horse with running back, which means that I have to figure out what? A wide receiver on the way back? That is correct. No problem. Hope he doesn't. Break a leg out there. That All horse. Right. Just, don't they put horses down when they break a leg? This they do. Is not the sport for a horse. No, that's that's very true. All right. At my running back position, I'm going to get some speed. I'm going to get some agility. I'm going to get an animal that could throw a fierce uh, stiff arm if need be. I'm going to take a kangaroo. I'm going to take that kangaroo. They will punch you in the face. They will also whip you with the tail. They also kick you in the face. They can do that as well. 
And then at offensive line, I just need some girth, so I'm going to take a moose. <laughs> Good luck getting by those antlers, yeah, sucker. Yeah, that's not bad. That's not bad. You, I'm it, protected. That's a nice cut block. Yes. You know, the moose can get the head yes. down. We call it the cut in half block. Yes, that'd be painful. All right, I'm a little jealous of your wide receiver, Mike. I guess I'll finish it out with uh, – I will go with a gazelle. Air Bud. I'll go with a gazelle. <laughs> gazelle was my second choice Yeah. For oh, for wide receiver? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I feel like I want, I want an animal that can at least – compete with your cheetah for a little while uh i think your cheetah may get a little tired early in third quarter the cheetah yeah cheetahs cannot run at top speed for very long that's one of the facts about a cheetah that you don't know mike just needs about 100 yards so like like there's a remember didn't we just learn this last week didn't you didn't you bring up the fact that you could i don't beat, recall this oh maybe my son taught me this never mind that you can beat a cheetah in a marathon like a human, oh, a human shoot. can. Wait, were we drafting a marathon team? No, no, no. I was just saying. Oh, okay, get... good. Because I'm drafting a wide receiver. He's fine. All the right, cheetah's my limitless. team. I added the gazelle. This is a. It's a good is, pick. Is a spectacular draft, Jason. Well, for for my tight end, my last position left. I could take something like a polar bear, but I feel like that's too similar to the grizzly. Yeah, bear. the bear's gone. Yeah, exactly. The bear's gone. Okay. I'm just going. Like you might want a bigger tight end, but. I'm just taking the king, man. Yeah, that's a good pick. I mean, with this Simba. Mm. You're taking a lion? I am taking the king of the jungle. Give me the lion at tight end. And it doesn't even matter because all I need is the hippo running back. Just give him the ball. Wait a minute. Watch him go. We've we've all made a terrible mistake. What did we forget? How like at the wide receiver position. Didn't nobody took an eagle? How do you not take an eagle? Yes, I thought about How it. How do you not land <laughs> animals only? Oh, was uh, that a rule? Yes. Oh, okay. that's why. That's how we didn't take one. That's, We're but, super smart. No, I I didn't hear that earlier. I, I took I took the ape at wide receiver because I wanted the hands. When and you then immediately afterwards, I was like, shoot, <laughs> a flying animal would have been. Well, I thought about going falcon to, to outspeed Mike, but I mean, it's a bird. It's not going to catch a football very well. See, we need. Yeah, what are you talking with those talons? We needed the defensive. Yeah, the side talons here. would probably get it. You would You would never I, be tackled to be a touchdown. I feel like every we play. did need the defensive side because of it's this like trap. who can stop my hippo. The only one would be my rhino, which I got both. It's over. Is it weird to take a rattlesnake as your defensive end? Yeah. As the D end? <laughs> I would say I 100%. I mean, you, no, that's, they're, they got, you just need one play. Yeah, and they can strike very far. So as soon as that ball is snapped, a rattlesnake yeah. is going to be right, right Good luck there. with your backup quarterback. It's going right under the legs of, of yeah. your blocker. Rattlesnake would be an Thank excellent Thank you, play. Mike. I promise Thank you. Thank you. After getting bit by a rattlesnake, all of these animals can make their way to the end zone <laughs> before dying. I promise. Maybe one time. That rattlesnake's not tackling not, my hippo. Not you. You're the quarterback. Because the second the ball is snapped, the rattlesnake from the coil position will be at your throat. That's fine. A rattlesnake on my throat, I will still I will fumble the ball into my hippo's mouth. So you'll score one time. That's my point. <laughs> it's a whole game. <laughs> All right, we don't need to draft the defense. I think we can uh, uh, we can live with Jason having an ape, rhino, hippo, lion, Mike with the cheetah wide receiver, giraffe tight end, kangaroo running back, moose O-line. I've got the elephant O-line, grizzly bear tight end, horse running back, gazelle wide receiver. Good luck in the polls, guys. What did we learn today? I learned that I've been somewhat misunderstanding, but possibly using correctly still on accident. The word digress. Ah, nice. So I thank you for teaching me, Jason. You're welcome. I, I learned that Mike and Andy 
have had a shared poop experience. <laughs> it was a where they were I'm poop going pals. Poopy. Our souls were intertwined. Yeah, as poop pals. Yeah. I learned. Speaking of poop, I learned our audience can't get enough of it. They want more poop jokes. Well, we can supply what you want. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, listening to the show. We'll be back next Monday. The Spit Poopers. No. <laughs> See you next time. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to the Spitballers podcast. To see what other nonsense the guys are up to, check out spitballerspod.com. Howdy, 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 everybody. It's the end of the show, but I still got something to tell you about. If you want to support this show, if you want to get early access to this show, if you want to get an ad-free episode of this show, join thespit.com. Be a great human being and support this show at jointhespit.com. It will make you taller. (laughs) I like that.